0: your paradigm is about to shift at the intersection of fact and reason you're entering kingston country i'm dan kingston and you're listening to the dan kingston podcast what are they hiding the fda is asking a federal judge for 55 years to fully disclose pfizer covid-19 vaccine data what are they hiding? Why do they need 55 years to fully disclose the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine data? And monkeypox in Maryland. This is a 10% mortality rate. Monkeypox in Maryland, thanks to the lax immigration policy here, opening up flights in Nigeria, you would think the COVID-19 protections with the masks would stop any kind of monkeypox infection From coming uh, coming from Nigeria. So this is extremely concerning now with a 10% mortality rate, monkeypox in Maryland. This is the second case of monkeypox in the country this year. And COVID-19 kills eight fully vaccinated residents at a Connecticut nursing home. This is back to what the FDA is hiding about the vaccine data. Is the vaccine effective? Were the vaccines ever effective? We know they're not effective now. When you have eight fully vaccinated residents dead at a Connecticut nursing home, people are dying from COVID-19 that have been vaccinated. And the common denominator is not the vaccine. It has to do with whether you are obese, whether you are a sickly person, or whether you're a healthy individual. This is what's going to factor how you fare with COVID-19. Are there exceptions? Yes. But everything that we're looking at right now shows that obese people, uh, underlying conditions, these are the people that need to be worried about COVID-19. Whether they're vaccinated or not, you're not going to boost out of this crisis. And, and they just want to do endless booster shots. Let's just boost every day to get our way out of COVID-19. The real, the real concern is monkey pox with a 10% mortality rate. Just imagine. Look at what they did to this country over COVID-19. Imagine, what would they do with a 10% mortality rate of monkeypox spreading across the country? Now, I don't want to raise alarms when this is only the the second case of monkeypox in the country this year. But we saw how COVID-19 started. And you have people that say, don't worry about it. Don't look here. This is a conspiracy theory. There's no way it can reach America. We're safe. We don't need to close the borders. Why do we have migration from Nigeria right now, uh, from Africa, where you have diseases, not just monkeypox, but Ebola and other diseases right now? We have to be more careful. We have to be more careful. Right now, this individual with monkeypox is not in the hospital. We're just supposed to assume that they're obeying uh, uh, isolation orders that they've been given. Again, society, the country closes down over COVID-19 with a 0.3% mortality rate. What would happen if a disease with a 10% mortality rate, which is what monkeypox is believed to have, now smallpox, even higher, smallpox is something like a 30% mortality rate. Three in 10 die from smallpox, and... Monkeypox is related. It's different. One in 10 die from monkeypox. Meanwhile, Biden's climate change and social spending bill is going to add to the budget deficit. Of course, him and the Democrats have been lying, saying it wasn't going to add. And nearly $2 trillion spending bill isn't going to add to the budget deficit. It was a lie. You have the non-partisan. Federal budget, uh, congressional uh, budget office, and they're coming out and acknowledging it's not going to pay for itself. You knew this. We knew it. And of course, this isn't going to stop. This isn't going to stop the far left from pushing the radical social spending and climate agenda through nearly $2 trillion. And the most criminal thing is the way that they pitch how this spending bill is going to help the uh, poor people. When we know the Democrats are helping rich people. Democrats are the party of the super elite. The Democrats want to lift the cap on state and local property tax deduction. This, this lifting of the, of the state and local property tax deduction is going to be a consolation prize to wealthy homeowners that have been supporting the radical far-left agenda. Now, Trump capped it. Trump capped the state and local property tax deduction, and Trump did what he said he was going to do and helped even the playing field for working Americans and the Democrats lying through their teeth every chance they get, whether it's who they represent through critical race theory, saying, oh, we support minorities when, in fact, They don't. They only support people that believe what they believe. They are the party of the super elite. And let's take a step back because both of the parties are for the super elite. Really? I mean, Trump was an exception to the rule, wasn't he? He wasn't a real Republican. Uh, You think that I'm here defending Republicans? No, the government has been uh, just handing out goodies and gifts to the super elite for too, too long. Too long, and, and only helping working Americans with words only. Nothing to back it up. And finally, Trump comes in there and puts a cap on the state and local property tax deduction. Finally, actually doing something to help. And what happens? What happens? Democrats come in, and they reverse it. Consolation prize to the super rich. Thanks, Democrats. MSNBC banned from the Rittenhouse trial. Yeah, the MSNBC, the uh, super-left, far-left network, they've been banned from the Rittenhouse trial following reports that they had a reporter actually uh, ran a red light following the jury bus. Following the jury bus, ran a red light, this is MSNBC, the radicals at MSNBC are uh, allegedly acting in jury intimidation following the jury bus wherever it was going home to the jurors' houses. And this person ended up being arrested, and MSNBC is now banned from the written house trial. I want to go back to the FDA. The FDA is asking a federal judge for 55 years to fully disclose the uh, vaccine data related to Pfizer. Why? What the hell is in there that they need to wait 55 years to disclose? Now, the calculation, of course, changed when it became clear the vaccines were not effective, especially not effective after six months. At least the effectiveness wanes dramatically. And especially for people that, it, that it's supposed to help the most, that need it the most, sick and obese people really don't get much benefit at all. From the vaccine. So the people that are it's supposed to really need it, it really doesn't help. That's the truth. You don't believe me? Then how come people are dying? Eight fully vaccinated residents at a Connecticut nursing home, old people, obese people, they're dying from COVID-19 with a vaccine or not. And if you're gonna get a booster, maybe you're protected for a few months. But what happened? Because the calculation changed as soon as they realized that. I'm talking about the FDA. And they realized that they approved a vaccine that maybe had some issues. That maybe had some issues that they don't want to release right now. But they made a calculation that if this gives you lifetime immunity to COVID-19, then that risk calculation suggests we should have the country vaccinated. But when you have a vaccine that wanes after six months, or maybe it's not that effective at all, or you need endless booster shots, That changes the calculation, doesn't it? And my take on it is the FDA is saving their own butt. They're saving their butts. They know that it changed now with the vaccine's effectiveness is way down, and they don't want to have to disclose everything that they found in the vaccine data. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be happy. They're going to be found to have sugar coated the vaccine data. What do you think? What do you think they're hiding? About the vaccines. Have you been fully vaccinated? Are are you going to take a booster? How many boosters are you going to take? And are you concerned about monkeypox right now? Just one case in Maryland. But this is the second case of the year in the country. Are you concerned about the possibility of a virus that kills 10%? We're not talking about 0.3% like COVID, but 10% of its victims, and it doesn't just discriminate against the obese and the old monkeypox. It's a whole other thing. Why aren't we taking this more seriously? Why are we allowing flights to continue from Nigeria, where both of these cases have come from? There's an outbreak of monkeypox in Nigeria, in Africa. Why are we having our head buried in the sand? We know right now how bad these things can get. And we are not learning these lessons right now. We have to shut down the the border uh, from uh, wherever these cases are coming from. And we have to be more aware of a transmission of viruses because this is extremely alarming. You know, everybody has masks on on the plane. And this is not supposed to spread easily. Okay, but it did. Do you have any family members in a nursing home right now? You know, if you moved your family member into a nursing home during the height of the pandemic, and many people did. There were also people taking their loved ones out of nursing homes, fearing uh, for their lives. Nobody knew that nursing homes would become the epicenter of COVID-19 in America. I mean, there could have been some predictions about it. And when it looked to be a huge problem in New York, of course, it was not covered. It was not reported. And many, many, many old, old people die, died from COVID-19 in nursing homes. And they continue to. Eight fully vaccinated residents at a Connecticut nursing home dead, dead. And what the far left is going to say, oh, because. The workers that work there didn't have their vaccination or they weren't required to be vaccinated. That's why they died. No, they died because they were promised that this vaccine was effective and they trusted it and they took it. And maybe they didn't wear their mask all the time because they were told that they had protection from a vaccine. That is shown now not to be effective for old people and obese people, especially after six months. You're going to have to get a booster, and another booster, and another booster. And by the way, we're not going to disclose any of the vaccine data for 55 years. So, good luck. Hope it works out for you. Do you agree with the judge's decision banning MSNBC from the Rittenhouse trial? Of course you do. They should have been banned long ago. They should have been banned from the second they called... Uh, Kyle, um, a white supremacist, domestic terrorist, that's the moment. MSNBC should have been banned. You got parents right now are being labeled as domestic terrorists. Documents show the FBI is using the Patriot Act to investigate parents as domestic terrorists. Yeah, remember the Patriot Act? We were promised would only be used against Al-Qaeda, and everybody supported it. Except for the few libertarians that were shot down that said, wait a minute, this could be used against Americans. And now we have evidence that it is. Parents, school board meetings, people who raise a question about critical race theory being taught in the schools are now being investigated as domestic terrorists by the FBI. It's so it's so crazy. That I, I feel like you're listening and you don't believe it. Like you cannot believe it. Unless maybe you saw the news yourself and you're nodding your head right now. Because you're in shock too. That in America, parents that are just merely concerned what their children are being taught in public school. Risk being investigated and are being investigated. And risk becoming prisoners political prisoners of the biden administration and he does have political prisoners they're they're adding up and they're being reports are being mistreated and and we're going to do a special podcast investigative report into joe biden's political prisoners that is coming so stay tuned for that Meanwhile, overdoses, the lockdown that was promised to keep us safe during COVID-19, well, it added to a lot of other unintended consequences. One of those were overdoses. Over 100,000 Americans died of overdoses over the last 12 months. It's almost, I was up 30% from the prior year, so it's not like this just stopped in 2020. Year after year, right now, overdoses are exploding, 100,000 a year, that's more than... uh, car accidents and guns combined more than the death from car accidents and guns combined 100,000 a year overdoses all the talk about gun crime all the talk and yet overdoses kill more than gun guns and car accidents combined are you surprised about that do you know somebody who struggled with addiction do you know somebody who's died from an overdose? It's horrible, you know, because when they, when they shut everything down, and in California they shut things down really bad, what did they think was going to happen? People stuck inside all day, and it wasn't just overdoses. I'm sure you're going to have, you know, domestic violence went through the roof. You have uh, children in unsafe environments unable to leave the home because of the lockdown, so you have, you know, abuse against children, abuse against uh, your partner, partners, you know, domestic abuse. Do you see the football player who threw his uh, partner, I think it was his wife, against a TV right in front of their son, the ex-NFL player? You know, these guys, they get the traumatic brain injury, and does that make them... like violent and aggressive like this. I mean, he just threw her across the living room like she's a ragdoll. She hits the TV, the TV falls over. It's a horrible, horrible thing to see. But uh, does the lockdown situation increase these kind of things? You know, you're stuck inside all day and either with a partner or by yourself and you're gonna, uh, maybe you lost your job and things look bleak and things look bleak. And they thought they were keeping so many people safe by locking them down, when the opposite happened. You lock people down. And by the way, not just the overdoses and that, but your immunity to just regular diseases is going to go way down. You're no longer exposed to germs. And germs actually build up your immunity, right? I'm not a doctor, but it just seems to me like when kids got outside, they got dirt on them. They were healthier than now. Everybody stays inside and they have the antibacterial cream and nobody gets dirty anymore. Nobody builds up immunity to anything anymore. We're just going to rely on booster shots, I guess. We'll rely on booster shots forever. But, uh, you know, the main topic today, and I want to circle back to it, is the 55 years to disclose the vaccine data. I mean... That doesn't sound normal to me. There's something in there because 55 years from now seems to me like pretty much everybody's either going to be in a senior center themselves or dead 55 years from now. I hate to say it and be so morbid about it, but is that where they're picking the 55-year figure from? Because they know in 55 years, nobody from COVID-19 from this time is going to be around, really, to, to make a, a big thing of it. And 55 years, people might look back on it and shrug their shoulders and say, you know, the FDA, they did the best they could with what they knew. And they're going to get a free pass? I mean, they're going to be fully retired and living on the uh, taxpayer paycheck. Everybody at the FDA is going to be on their good... Uh, You know, what you call it, you get a pension or whatever, right? I mean, it it looks to me like uh, the people who developed the vaccine, they rushed it out. It was an emergency use authorization. The FDA really didn't know what they were authorizing. Pfizer knew. The people that developed the vaccine were the only ones that truly knew what was in it. Because this was a groundbreaking technology, so how are you gonna, how are you gonna, you know, have the FDA kind of validate this thing, and they don't even know the technology behind it? Of course, of course, they need fifty-five years to disclose the data. They need fifty-five years just to understand it. Kingston Country, you've been listening to the Dan Kingston podcast.